0: hi i'm dr pat and i want to make sure that you don't miss the next event in the 2009 extraordinary people lecture series join gary Zukov, best-selling author spiritual leader and founder of the Seed of the Soul on March 27th at the Center for Spiritual Living in Seattle. Go to thedrpacho.com under the featured events section for more information and to purchase your tickets. Don't miss this opportunity to be inspired. Go to drpacho.com. It's a new day.
1: Join intuitive coach Don Marie Stansfield every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific right here on KKNW AM 1150. Don Marie focuses on the self empowerment of individuals by examining present-day circumstances she offers practical tools you can use to help overcome difficult situations and move forward on your life path learn more at dawnsvision.com and catch it's a new day with Don marie stansfield mondays at 11 a.m pacific
0: Leota at We Excel Financial, 888-252-3083, or his website, debtfreemca.com.
2: More choices,
1: more topics, more shows. One station. Alternative Talk, 11:50 a.m.
0: Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. we got a great show for you today. Very, very excited. We've been talking about the holistic makeover and many of you have said, wow. Are there any people in the makeover? Well, there are people in the makeover. And you're actually going to hear from one very special person today. Dana Gaia is joining me here today. Did I pronounce that right? Yes, you did. Thank there you. There we go. I've said Dana's name a hundred different ways. And just so you know, I know her <laughs> as Dana. That's it. She's Dana. And what I want to say is that each of the makeover participants, each of them, there are eight, eight fabulous women Each of them has a personal story. They have something very special they bring. But one of the things they've had to do in this makeover is not only think about how they're going to change their own lives, how they're going to transform themselves. What they've had to think about is how they were going to pay it forward and help another person. And so part of the conversation today for Dana is who and how is she paying forward, what she's learning, what she's giving, and how is she transforming her own life. So, Dana, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Dr. Pat. Well, first, before we get started in the big conversation, why don't we introduce you and say a
1: little bit about who you're paying it forward to because we've got him on the line. Right. Um, Well, I have been participating in the makeovers since January, and working with coaches and, and the different product vendors that you've provided to uplift myself and strengthen myself so that I can be a better mother and um, build a program that will help at-risk youth. My primary motivation for that was my son, Monday, who is on the line now from Dakar, Senegal. Wow. Uh, and, Monday, we want to say hi to you and welcome you to
0: the show.
2: Hello, Dr. Pat. How are you guys?
0: Oh, we're doing very, very, very well. Hi, honey. <laughs> okay.
2: Hi, good to hear.
0: i Well, and I want to start with the story of, uh, you know, Monday and what oh. Monday is doing there. So I think it requires a little background. And then also for you, Dana, why this was important for you to pay
1: it forward to him. Right. Well, you know, Monday is uh, turning 19 years old in a couple next week, a wow. couple of days. And uh, Monday is... Very opinionated. Mande is very, um, I call Monday my mirror. Monday. I was going to say the apple doesn't fall <laughs> far from the tree. And what he does is he will magnify what people are feeling and, and, and in a way that makes people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I remember when he was very young, um, he would run in, into a wall. Mm-hmm. And he'd smile and he'd get up and he'd turn around and run into a wall again. And at the time I thought, well, what's wrong with that kid? But as I think back, I think he was just magnifying the energy and some of the feeling that was going on in the house. So I say all that to say is that through school with administrators and teachers and even the police recently, um, it's gotten to a point where he has... He's uh, defied authority. He's been, he's not conflict avoidant. <laughs> and he's put himself out there in a way that I thought was getting very dangerous. Uh-huh. So we decided, my parents and his father and I, to send him to Dakar, Senegal, almost two years ago, to give him kind of a wake up call, to see, you know, put some of his life experiences in perspective, and to try and help him to find himself. And, um, You know, he's coming to almost two years at the end of that journey, and here he is now. Wow, and obviously you know some
0: people over there, so it's, yeah. it isn't like you just airlifted him and dropped him down.
1: Yeah, I was a student there 20 years ago, and his father's <laughs> Senegalese, so he actually went back to his father's village and Got was living it. with his family. So yeah.
0: it's kind of you know it's the roots of things. It's right. really kind of going full circle uh, in a lot of ways. Uh, Monday, I want to I want to I want to thank you for for kind of joining us here today. I want to get your perspective on what this was like for you, Monday. Thank you for joining us today.
2: Uh, thank you for having me, Doctor Pat. Um, basically, my perspective would be um, when I first originally came here, I tried as hard uh, as possible not to see it as a punishment and more as a gross experience, and it quite has been. Um, my parents told me Thanks. that I would come here and try to find myself and try to find a new culture and a way of living, um, and uh, really decide what I'd like to further, how I'd like to further myself in my life. So originally I was supposed to come here for a year, sit out, and then um, go back to school. Uh, but actually uh, I got here. And um, I could have even stayed for six months, but I preferred to actually uh, stay um, and uh, enrich myself because mm-hmm. uh, this, this culture and everything has been, um, it means so much to me. And I've really discovered it. And I've actually discovered myself here. So that's a brief uh, perspective um, uh, of, of, of my coming to Africa. But uh, As my mom said, um, we haven't had the easiest uh path you know, and my upbringing um has really ref- reflected uh a lot of uh my action and reactions uh that were happened uh in, in in past times in America, so i mean um definitely about it grief."
0: Well, you know, I gotta tell you, I, I think that uh, Dana just indicated you were gonna turn 19. You are really an old soul. You are really someone that. Um, it is stepping into full manhood, and I congratulate you that on that and, and, and all that you've accomplished. Dana, why don't you talk a minute about you know, the makeover and what your experience has been and how this kind of intertwines with Monday and your family. Right.
1: Well, I felt that when I heard you advertise the makeover last year, I, I said, that's for me, because I was at a point where I think I was broken, Mm-hmm. I'm just overwhelmed in all areas of my life. Um, looking for us. My prayer was, please God help me. Amen. <laughs> it's just like, I need help. And I'm a single mom with three children. Um, Amina and Elijah, who asked me to mention them today. And I have a, a consulting business and I'm working with a client in Tacoma, which is African American Resource Center which deals with foster, uh, placing kids in um, homes who are in foster care. So I had lots of areas of my life that were important, but I just couldn't find a way to bring it all together. So I needed the resources that the um, Holistic Makeover brought me in terms of the life coaching, the products, um, the fellowship with the other winners of the program. Um, It's just been, it's given me the strength and the focus that I needed to say, okay, now I can assist my children.
0: Yeah, it is a great, great, strong group of people, and you know the assistance and the children. And honestly, Dana, I will tell Dana, both you and, and Monday, that you know this, I this took on a life of its own. Mm. I mean, this couldn't have turned out any better from my perspective. And I want to take a moment to thank. All of the people that have contributed right. to the makeover, and I know I'm not going to be able to name them all, but I want to make sure that we name a few. Right. In you, in your case, we have some coaches, so let's let's mention the coaches because Monday as well. Right. Your pay it forward effort is
1: to align him with a coach. Exactly. Correct? He's. Um, I've talked to Yolanda Smith, who's with. Um, Selfcareforme.com. and to make sure you get her email, her yeah, website. Yeah, Yolanda
0: in. Smith, great. Yeah, yeah. and
1: she's going to be Monday's coach. I've spoken with her several times. And We have yet to co- coordinate the logistics of getting them together yeah they're going but, to do Skype though yeah okay. we're going to put everyone on Skype and so we can do the Oprah style calls, yeah, and uh, so that's exciting to be able to work with her and have her work with him directly, yeah okay, I've been working with rich German, who's my success coach and his his uh starting point with me is um, let's leave the victim mentality behind, and let's move forward so i I needed to hear that. I said, well, let me be a victim for one week. <laughs> let me get out of my system, and then I will go forward and and develop uh, Um, into my true self and uh, I had a reading with Madeline Gerwick, and uh, she did a chart of my business and uh, told me you know how many streams of income I can have coming in what are some opportunities at the forward so I really look forward to that and I've also been working with Jennifer Howe and she is a nutrition coach right and so she really um, I was someone who didn't eat breakfast and then I had a 10 a.m. crash and a 3 p.m. crash. So she's really leveled out my energy level throughout the day.
0: That's great. I want to ask you, Monday, I want to ask you a question about the the coaching program. I know you're set up to work with Yolanda, and I wanted to get your perspective on how you feel about that.
2: Um, Well, actually, from a coaching perspective, uh, I'd I'd, I'd actually think that uh, at this point in time in my life, I have a lot of questions on the table. You know where's the next step and uh, where am I going to be going um, from here because um, I progressed a lot and I have a lot of potential but at the same time um, I I've, I've, I've made a lot of I've accomplished a lot of things made my mom opened up an association but at the same time I'm, I'm not fully utilizing my uh, potential while the fact that I'm not in school or uh, I'm not um I, I'm not really sure. Yeah, I'd love to be coached at this current point in time, and it, I'd love to be in contact with, Leon, with Yolanda and um, maybe even have a sit-down um, when I will be coming back to America for vacation. Yeah, so those are basically in my... Um, okay.
0: You know, I, I'm so... Monday, I'm so interested in hearing about what you've accomplished there, because you've said it a couple times. I would love for you to tell our listeners what you've done since you've been okay. there.
2: Um. Basically... What was always close to my heart, you know, um, was youth, at-risk youth, um, that actually, uh, well, actually, I'm going to be completely uh, frank and honest, was um, me and my friend, uh, we got into some complications with the law. And my friend and I are actually quite, you know, outstanding in class. We were, we were doing well, and um, we're intellectuals. We consider ourselves black intellectuals in the city of D.C. And uh, in the city of D.C., um, being smart isn't actually a cool thing, you know, but at the same time, we were usually around under, how do you say, underprivileged areas uh, of the city, and um, we got in trouble, and you know, my whole family was there behind me, you know, and I had a family that's very affluent. I had the chance of of participating in political events, work on the mayor's campaign, Um, I had a lot of administrators that were fond of me, so I was uh, they were a lot more lenient on me. I would to come to Africa for a year and rediscover myself. But my friend uh, that I have grown up with, um, seeing that his family uh, was poor, single mother with eight children, he had two choices, um, prison or the military. So uh, basically uh, they put him in the military, and I came over to Africa, and uh, that really preserved me for quite some time. So I became, I slipped into some slight depression, but uh, whenever I get depressed or I feel depressed or uh, restrained in my life, um, I I always, that gives me a drive and motivation. And my motivation was to find a solution, a key for uh, young black men or at risk youth and inner city youth um, in order for them to escape and get another perspective of life. Because there's only one culture that's offered. In, in, in certain cities, and it's a negative one. It's one that's a spinning spiral. It, it's a spinning on uh, spiral, and it, it doesn't allow you to access the certain facets in life. Certain, uh, like as, like as, as for example, college. You know, um, basically what I did was my mom. She sent me uh, to certain uh, cultural centers um, for uh, uh, awareness, youth at risk awareness in Africa. And I went uh, from center to center, from village to village, and I constructed a program for used uh, African Americans to come here and establish themselves and actually be re-educated and rebooted, and um, actually find a new way of thinking, living, and actually discovering a culture because that's what actually happened to me. When I came here, my, a lot of the, the friends that I have currently, I only, uh, out of the many, uh, there's only one, and I'm currently in this house, But I had about 20 friends, and um, a lot of them, after my money ran out, uh, I didn't see them anymore. But what I really found is, um, in my one good friend, he told me how much I changed when I got here. I couldn't even say hello to somebody. You know, um, I couldn't, you know, eye contact. I didn't like it. I was very um, quick to be angered. Um, I was short tempered and this was all normal. You know, I, 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 my friend was explaining to me, he asked me the other day, why don't I still keep my money in my socks? You know, and I mean, certain, you know, small uh, mannerisms that you only find in America and Africans find very, uh, very, uh, I mean, um, they find it, I don't want to say weird, but they, they just don't understand our society. Mm-hmm. You know, but in DC, I was very disturbed and I feel like there was a lot of friends. They were also disturbed, so we created that program. I sent it out to my mom, but um, she wanted to put lawful uh, students through it, and unfortunately, they found that the program, which is just, just, it's just, but they found the program couldn't suit everybody, all students as a whole, you know, because it was um, honed on African American youth. But um, I'd like to reenact that program, mm-hmm. but also I created an association, which was my biggest Columbia uh, accomplishment, in my um, in my opinion. And it was a long struggle, a long fight to open up a nonprofit organization um, in West Africa. So uh, we have a long nonprofit organization, Leadership Council. And um, basically what I have been doing for the past, uh, from in between um, 2007, August, I believe, up until, no, no, 2007, February, up until uh, December, I was uh, going around. And collecting projects, agricultural projects, cultural projects from individuals that would have liked to seek, uh, financial, uh, aid from American, um, investors. And, um, I have, uh, several agricultural projects, youth development, women development, and, uh, I've worked, uh, with a lot of, uh, different partners, with a lot of different, uh, participations in different uh, seminaries. Uh, women's, I was in Gambia, I was sitting in Gambia for women's, uh, circumcision. Uh, as a translator, uh, for French, uh, 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 social, social law. Um, so I've been in a lot of humanitarian aid, mm. and, um, also that's my hugest accomplishment in my own, uh, in my opinion. Wow. But I've also learned a lot of things from business over here in Africa. I bet you have.
0: A lot
2: of, yeah, a lot of funny stories, you know, um, so, I mean, um, basically, there's been so much that I discovered, but what my, Biggest accomplishment was the ONG, but also it was myself. The fact that I believe myself, I know my capacity, I know my, I know myself. I, I, know I have a culture, you know? you know. I speak French, I speak Wolof. I associate myself with being a black African man. I have my, I have a culture. You know, when I was in America, I was always the on one out because. Although I grew up in a black community, I could, you know, express myself in what they would um, put down as a white manner. You know, Mm -hmm. I was able to, you know, basically orate what I wanted to say in a way that could actually be grammatically correct. Right. So, I mean, that was put down for that for a long time. And, uh, I don't know, that really disturbed me. And also, you know, I dressed differently, you know, and, um... A your more, uh, you know, a plastic look that I acquired from my grandfather and my grandparents. And uh, they found that uh, 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 a little bizarre, you know. But, like, I came back here and I discovered a whole different way of living. Wow. I am a pacifist. I believe in a lot of different things. I believe in uh, listening to people, you know, uh, and different opinions. And uh, basically, I think that would be a, a beneficiary. Benefit, uh, beneficiary. I don't think that's the word.
1: Let me check with what, is Is that a word? <laughs> 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 I, it's I, I, I it's close enough. <laughs> I'll
0: tell you. You know, the, I I like the word. I think I'm going to start using it. <laughs> Well, I think it would be a, a great benefit for um,
2: other youth to experience the same mm-hmm. thing that I went, even if it's not going to Africa, maybe a, a, a young um, Spanish individual, you know, that isn't finding his way in um, America, right. you know, to uh, go back to Panama and just do a program for six months.
1: Monday, in talking to people about the program, and we're calling it the uh, Leadership Council Life Internship Program. um People of all races and backgrounds are interested in, in sending, especially I'm talking to the mothers, sending their children to mm-hmm. Africa. I think because of the extended family situation, yep. it's a safe environment where even though you were traveling around and doing your own thing, there were always people watching you. There was always, you know, I always get a report. I saw your son and he was doing X, Y, and Z, even though you didn't know it. Um, so I think the structure that they have in their society there is conducive to us. And it,
0: yeah, and, and it is, there. and it's and it's very collective. And right. so let's do this. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking with uh, Monday and with Dana about what's next for them. Dana is going to share some of the other aspects of the makeover that you haven't heard about. But this is just one example of what paying it forward means. And you know, Monday, I want to say to you that you know you may be 19 years old, but you are, honey, you are wise beyond your years. We've got two extraordinary people in the studio today both uh, Dana and Monday joining us here, part of the Holistic Makeover. And the Holistic Makeover is this amazing opportunity to transform oneself from the inside out. The component of it that seems a little odd for most people I talk to about it is this idea that the people that are participating and going through also have a commitment and an obligation to pay forward what they learn, maybe what they get some of the things that are happening in their lives and this is happening so absolutely exquisitely dana and monday are joining us here today because dana is one of the winners and monday her son is someone that she is paying forward a phenomenal three-month coaching session but i I get the sense that their relationship is a pay-and-forward mutual agreement, (laughs) so to speak. So, Dana, Monday, thank you both for joining us here today. Thank you. Um, I wanted to ask you, Dana, uh, about, you know, some of the other things you're doing, and and I wanted to get Monday's perspective on, you know, what did, did, how did you explain this to your children? I'm sure you had to have multiple conversations with him about what was going on, and, And he had to say yes. Right.
1: Well, I don't know if I gave them much of a choice. Okay. I basically said that um, I'm holding together a house of cards, and the house of cards is going to fall pretty soon. So mom needs... I need peace in my life, I need harmony, I need balance for me to continue and go forward. And I think they all understood that, okay, we. how can we support mom in, in this process? So when it came to um, changing our meal plan or telling Monday, you know, I really need you to go to these villages and look at programs that we can build for this life internship program, I mean, they all, without hesitation, just jumped into it and, and helped and well, contributed their way.
0: That's why I said, Monday, this is more like a partnership between you and your mom. Uh, Monday, I don't know, I don't know if you realize this, but very rarely does a son and a mother get to bond or partner in the way that I sense you and your mom are doing this. I mean, think about it. You know, you're 19 now, but you were 17 when you went over there. And you started on this extraordinary journey with your mother. Do you know how special that is, Monday?
2: Uh, Yeah, yes, I do. Um, And uh, actually, uh, I think what really has defined me was the space that I had apart from my mother um, from a young age, even. Um, It's been uh, approximately two and a half years that I haven't seen her, but it's rendered me um, more independent. And, uh, although there's a certain void from not being inside of your mother, it's, 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 it, it's good because even when I feel so down, you know, I always know that she's with me. I carry her in my heart. And we've had, uh, a, a part, a past, you know. <laughs> With, uh, uh, not, not a hard task, but we've had a, a quite eventful task, <laughs> I, 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 I'd like to say, and um, we've, uh, hasn't been so subtle, we've, we've, we we've, we've been through a lot, but at the same time, I can call her up and tell her anything, and um, I, 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 enjoy working for her and with her, you know, um, because she's really taught me how to become a man, even from a distance. Because all I need is her her her, her hands of advice and um her counsel mm-hmm.
0: um, and that's that 's practically about on um, wow, what do you make of this Dana? I mean, this is your son now on the radio here with us right right uh, I mean, listen to him
1: <laughs> i mean what 's going on i 'm very proud of him. I mean, it was a risk when we sent him over, we sent him to over to Africa with a one way ticket. And he said he didn't take it as a punishment, but we were at our wit's end with him. We didn't know how to protect him here in America. We didn't know how to care for him. And so it was almost a last-ditch effort on our part. And really, it could have gone either way. When I first uh, told people, why I sent my 17-year-old over to Africa, they would give me these looks like, what kind of mother are you? Um, But I just had to have faith that it would work out, and he would use this opportunity to the best. Um, for his life and I'm just so proud to hear him and mm-hmm. look forward to seeing him very soon
0: oh yeah it's amazing so you know as we kind of look at where you are and what you've done uh, what are some of the other aspects of uh, your transition
1: or transformation that you'd like to share with all of us uh, just even if you're not a Dr. Pat makeover Brenner um, please go to the sponsor page and look at the blogs the resources are phenomenal they um, I recommend you know, all of the products and coaches that we've had access to. And um, I think we'll make ourselves available. I'll speak to all of the winners um, to help anybody who wants to continue this journey and help us um, build this future that we're all seeking. I think it's amazing.
0: Monday, I wanted to ask you a question. You know, you've heard your mom and you're in contact with your mom uh, from time to time. She's part of this makeover. And I wanted to get your perspective on what you wished for your mom, what do you wish for your mom? What do you wish your mom's life to be like? Uh,
2: what I'm um, is, I just like to be stable and be stable uh, at this point time. But um, actually, what the only thing I wish for your mom is for her to be, be acknowledged as the black it is black woman that she is. I mean, she has so much potential and she's done so much. But I just, like, for everything that she's done, I'd like her to to receive all the good karma that she put out. You know, actually, what really, you know, gets me to sleep is, like, you know, I always say that, you know, I'm going to come back. I'm going to buy my mom a house, you know, for my sister's 16th birthday, you know, buy her a car, and we're going to be... It's like, I just want us to be okay and be a family again. I don't even... I. I can't even explain it. This is like a question that I actually haven't really thought that I'd actually have to say. But um, what I want for my mom is just for her to be successful and happy, you know, and I'd like for our association to work, and I'd like for her to be happy within herself. Three years ago, I didn't want that. Three years ago, I just wanted, I just wanted, I just wanted everybody to leave us in peace, you know, because we've always, had a unstable environment, you know, so I just, like, wanted to run away, even to another continent, you know, and just live with my family, her and my little sister and my little brother, and not be um, deranged by anybody, um, disturbed. Um, but, I mean, what I want in this point in time is for her to be happy, one at her, one with herself, because I spent a lot of uh, my life mad at my mother, mad at my parents, you know, and um, actually I, I just... I found out that, you know, that is in the way, because I'm seeing in her decision the logic behind it. My mom is somebody that's more logical, uh, most of the time than emotional, which, uh, it works out, but at the same time, um, logic and, uh, logic and emotion can collide. Um, you could think that, um, somebody doesn't love you, but they're just doing it for your betterment, you know, as opposed to being, uh, demeaning or detrimental. Um, But what I wish is just for her success and even our success, because we've been working uh, together in a lot of different uh, things. Mm. So um, that's basically
0: about it. Well, well, that's not about it. I got to tell you, that was so beautifully said that, you know, boy, I see you on a grand international tour speaking about your journey writing about it and helping youth all over this world you you are such a fine fine young man and boy i hope you remember that i really hope you remember that uh, monday because
2: hear that. yeah no
0: it, it's, it's take it from somebody that doesn't even know you um but i do know you and I know that uh, much, much good is going to come your way. You know, Dana, when you hear Monday talk about that, how does that make you feel? I mean, I can hardly
1: hold my tears back. I don't <laughs> know what's going on with you. I, yeah, he's, he's, um, he's speaking from his heart. So, I mean, he's being honest about our rocky road in the past, but it's, I, I'm amazed to hear the words that he just said. The only thing that I would say that's changed about me in the last two years since he's seen me is that, i 'm relying less on logic and more on intuition, and I, I'm, I, actually that 's getting deepened through your makeover program yeah and I think and that's that 's heart by the way yeah yeah, yeah. And so um, so that 's the only thing that I think when we see each other, we have each grown from this journey Hate oh, me being well, a I Africa. love it
0: yeah I want to thank you both for joining me here today, and want to ask you uh, each. What would be for you, what's your personal message for our listeners today? You know, if you had one or two sentences to say to them, Mondi, what would you say to them?
2: Uh, Based on this uh, holistic uh, makeover, um, I just believe that I really actually do believe, I've heard a lot of times, I believe that everybody has a second chance. Everybody can make something of themselves no matter how bad the situation is. Because from my experience, from a bad situation, can come good. That's that's, that's it in summary. From a bad situation, good good things can come from a bad situation.
1: Wow. Thank you. And for you, Dana? Just to add to that, I think I want to speak to all the parents who are struggling with the child and um, to use our experience as a guide saying that no matter what you're going through that you can find a way and it can be unorthodox and it can be um looked down upon by a lot of people but yet if that's what your heart is telling you to do that will work out for you you can make it work
0: i want to thank you both so much for joining us here today monday i really look forward to meeting you uh in person whether that's on your on your turf or back here thank you so much (laughs) all right everyone Thank you, everybody. Um, You've been listening to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By, and this is just a small piece of how we're paying forward inspiration, love, and light. We'll see you back here on the show next time.